Welcome to episode 29. We're Finn and Emma. And this is... Special episode number two. Yes. It's another special episode released on a Monday. And we got the suggestion from C&D of Swinging Down Under that our listeners might want to learn a little bit more about us. Since our show is an interviews-based podcast, they decided to... Or they... I guess they um, volunteered to interview us. So... Sorry, guys. We're not paying you. No. Um, But so this is something we might do maybe every couple months, every three or four months. We've talked to some of our other podcaster friends and we thought, hey, maybe this would be something fun to do. We're not going to bump other interviews out of the way for them. That's why it's released on a Monday. We didn't want to move other people around. It's just for fun. We're not going to talk about too much else here at the beginning other than we... Um, wanted to give a little context. So at the the very first thing that they talk about is they reference um, a, a trip we're taking currently. We're currently undertaking such a trip. And basically they reference it in the sense that like everybody knows what's happening. And so... If you're on Twitter, you might have an inkling of this. But yeah, we, anyone else, we have not mentioned it. Yeah, so. we, we haven't really mentioned it. But we haven't, again, as Emma said, we've shared some photos on Twitter. So if you like beautiful photos of travel places and people doing fun things, check us out on Twitter at NNM Podcast. So what are we doing? We decided, go ahead, you tell it. (laughs) Well, long story short. We left our jobs in May of 2018, and we have been working for about eight years, and we have been planning to do some sort of alternative, um, I don't know, I don't want to say lifestyle, but just a travel. Event. We're, yeah. we, wanted, we weren't inspired, and we wanted to mix things up. And We always knew we wanted to travel. We just didn't know what it was going to look like. So in the last year, we decided to take a year off at least and, and do some long-term travel. So th- this podcast was not ever part of that plan. This podcast came up as an idea right around the beginning of this year, way after we had actually laid the the foundation for us doing this trip. So we had to figure out a way to make the two happen at the same time. And so because yeah, we both we really wanted to do both. And so yeah, the year of 2018 has been a very amazing year for us. It's also been a year of huge changes. Yeah. So. So some things that some ways that the planning has manifested itself. One is, as we mentioned a few times, we banked a, a quite a few episodes, and so some of the people who have been interviewed waited a little while for their interviews to be published. And that's still happening, by and, the way. And and honestly, even if we weren't traveling, we would probably still have two months of banked episodes, just because. We need to have the security if it takes a while for us to get an interview or we're waiting. So that's something that's always going to be happening. And Right now, because of our travels, we're more like three months in advance. But that's just because we don't have a reliable internet situation all of the time. Yeah, and, and we just we don't want that to be a deterrent for people to reach out to us and want to do interviews. Um, the, there is a benefit to that, especially for the person being interviewed, in that if something happens or if they feel like after a couple of weeks they don't want their interview published or they want changes made. We we typically give the people that we interview the option to, if they want to listen to it beforehand, they can do that. If they need us to make changes, we have the flexibility to do that or we can bump it a couple of weeks or we can move stuff around. So this this buffer window gives us some flexibility that we normally wouldn't have. Yeah. The other thing. Yeah, the other thing we wanted to mention, well, I guess we never actually said the plan. We left our jobs in May of 2018, and we flew to South America. And our plan is to travel around South America for the next year until June of next year. And we're doing some I guess, more slow travel. We're doing a lot of volunteer work. We're staying in places for usually at least three to four weeks. And that's our goal. So- yeah, and so a few misconceptions that we kind of wanted to get out of the way. And the reason that we wanted to record this little intro is because it'd be easy for people to hear some of the stuff that we were talking about and say, oh, well, they're just rich, you know, trust fund babies. And that's, that's not true. We saved up. Can be further from the truth. (laughs) We saved up some money and we have the funds to sustain us for a year or so, assuming we keep our expenses very low. And as Emma mentioned, we're slow travel. So we're, we're volunteering places where we probably get our room and board covered. Uh, We're taking buses. We're doing things to keep our expenses low. And our goal really for this year is to keep our budget under $10,000. 
Something else that comes up in this show that you might be saying, wait a minute, how could you do $10,000 when you keep talking about going to Desire? <laughs> so yeah. the $10,000 budget doesn't include Desire. And on top of that, Desire is a, a thing that we talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked and talked about. Yeah, it took said, us a long time to decide this year. We're never going to do We We can't do it. We don't have an income. There's no way we can do this. And we finally got to a point where we just one day we just signed up and said, you know what? It's been one of the most transformational things we've done in our lives and for our relationship. And we want to go. And so we're going and We'll figure the. Well, and we're out. fortunate enough that we are in a financial, you know, situation enough that we can we can go. So yeah, we're going to go. It's just our the rest of the year we're trying to keep very reasonable costs. So that's in a very short nutshell. Not a short nutshell. What is yeah. what is the short nutshell? Well, some nutshells are shorter than others. <laughs> in a nutshell, that's a, the quick summary of what we're doing, how we're doing it. Very high level, thirty thousand foot view. And so if anybody has any questions about it, please reach out to us. Again, we have normally, other than actually by the time you're hearing this, we're basically back to civilization. We've been living in the jungle without internet. But we know yeah, if we're ever a little slow to reply to email, yeah. we're we're just yeah, we're doing our best. But we typically I mean, we normally respond to emails within a day. We love hearing from people, and honestly, this show cannot sustain itself without no. people reaching out. So Exactly, we're, and we're always super excited whenever we check our email and have emails. So yeah. it's really fun, and we do our best to reply as quickly as possible. So keep reaching out. Um, if you know or you have any great suggestions for traveling in South America, send them our way. Yeah. If you want to be on the show, send yourselves our way. Um, you can even come down and we can interview in person. Totally fine. Sure. Yeah. Maybe you're actually Maybe living. you live here. I was going to say, maybe even you better. live here. So yeah, that's us. And, uh, and now we'll turn it over to this kind of ridiculous interview with C&D. And again, thank you to them for this suggestion. We had a lot of fun talking to them and we're super honored to be able to call them our friends. Yes, I would agree. And it's this isn't your typical interview. It's just they ask us a bunch of questions a lot about our travels. So hope everyone enjoys. And you can find us at our website, which I always mention at the beginning of the intro, normalizingnamonogamy.com. So let's go talk to C&D and see what kind of trouble we get into. Yeah. Also, one quick thing. If you enjoy this episode, please let us know. That, that would be great. If, yeah, you, if it, you like this format of doing an interview of us every once in a while, let us know. It would be great. Or if you're like, ah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we if wanna... you're really bored and don't want to hear about us, let us know that too. <laughs> so we'll see you on Wednesday. Until then, here we go. I'm actually doing my fly up. I just realized that it's been down since we started talking. <laughs> Keep it classy. Lazy days. <sighs> Right, good day, everyone, and welcome to the Normalizing Non-Monogamy well, podcast. You've got to let people know that this <laughs> shit's happening, bud. That's what I do to see all the time, you see. <laughs> all right, I'll go again. No, we'll good day, everyone, that. and welcome to the Normalizing... No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are me. Can you not use your radio voice as well, okay, please? Right. Hello, everybody out there in Radio Land. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Normalizing Non-Monogamy. We are here today with Emma and Finn. Welcome. G'day, everyone, and welcome to Normalizing Non-Monogamy. This is C. And this is D. And we are joined today by your normal Normalizing Non-Monogamy host, well, Emma that was, and uh, Finn. Well, that was tough to say. Normal, tough. And, I think, and I think a bit of a stretch to call us normal. Yeah. Yeah, well, it is, but, you know, we're trying to be polite given we're taking over your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it. It's not in our nature, but, you know. Welcome, Emma and Finn. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> we're, we're doing wonderful. Yes. Thank, thank you for taking over our show and uh, interviewing us. This is really off to an awkward start, more than usual. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm wondering how I can make it more awkward. Oh, honey, so many ways. Yeah, like I said, I can just do, undo my fly on yeah. the outside of the video that we've got running. Excellent, excellent news. <laughs> well, guys, we are so happy to be on your show today. It's been three months since you guys launched and we were chatting and we decided that it's time to unveil a little bit more about the Emma and Finn behind the NMM, NMM podcast. Let's look up the skirt. Yeah, 
of normalizing non-monogamy. Too bad I don't see what we can find. So (laughs) I have a question to ask. I have a very, very um, broad question to ask. Given, I think the world knows you guys are traveling now, right? And and you're also going to some fairly interesting locations. What new stinky locations have you learned on each other's bodies? (laughs) (laughs) Well... I don't know. I'm not sure that the whole world knows, but I think maybe the Twitter world. So maybe briefly we would say that, yeah, we are currently backpacking in South America for roughly a year. Yeah, about a year. We just left uh, actually a month after we launched our podcast. So we yeah. left in the beginning of June. Yeah. So stinky places. I don't know. I don't, I've pretty much explored all the stinky ones. Oh. <laughs> That implies that I have stinkier places. Well, I mean, there's only, like, one. You're supposed to say I don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we've explored any new ones. I think more that we've we've learned that frequent showers aren't as common. Yeah. Well, frequent... Frequent warm showers. I was going to say, frequent comfortable showers are not as common. So... Which also lends itself to maybe a lack of manscaping <laughs> for, for for longer than normal. I seem to be keeping up am- with it. I, well, I appreciate I, it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so well, it's a kind of it's a smaller zone with less um, with less areas of potential danger on yes. a woman. I have to say, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, with a man, you can't just zoos straight on by. Because there's a chance you might just knock it off, and and being in the middle in the middle of a location where I can say medical service is probably not that close, the last thing you want to do is uh, take off your Johnson. That would not be good. I mean, that's the last thing you want to do anywhere, but especially when medical services are not close, it's an even higher percentage of not wanting to do. I feel you staring at me. Why are you staring at me? I'm in the room next to you. Okay. So you guys are <laughs> traveling around for, for 12 months and you've managed to keep up with podcast interviews, with Twitter. You know, I mean, how how's it all going since you guys launched? What is it you – do you feel like you've managed to achieve what you set out to achieve with the podcast? I, the short answer is yes. I think we've achieved more than we originally thought we would. Uh, we've – it's growing a lot faster than we thought it was going to, and that's really, really exciting. Um, we go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, and I think the support we've had, you know, out of the gate, we had some support from other podcasters, uh, close friends of ours, who all kind of helped get us started. When obviously we didn't have people reaching out of the blue at that point because we hadn't launched, and we had banked up almost 15 episodes right by our launch date by our launch date and you know part of that was we didn't want to do this if we knew we couldn't sustain it and Mm -hmm. so we didn't want to launch until we had some banked up and also we knew we were going to be traveling and we didn't know what our internet was going to look like all the time so we still don't we still don't and so we (laughs) (laughs) it changes day to day and so we we had to have some sort of security built in and so people have been very, I guess, generous with, you know, some people that we've interviewed haven't had their episodes published in two months. Yeah. And, you know, we we feel bad, but right. they've all been, we've reached out multiple times and said, hey, we're sorry, or hey, when we interview them, we tell them, and everyone's been like, oh, yeah, cool, no worries. Yeah, and the purpose was... We we could we banked up a bunch before when we when we launched, but then we've also continued to try to bank up whenever we have good internet service. Try to get some more in, um, just so that we are always at least two months is comfortable for us right now. Just because yeah. we're changing locations a lot, and we'd like to have that much comfortably um, completed. So yep. we're that's yeah. I think it's all going really well. Um, it's definitely been interesting trying to keep up with it all like on twitter and also making sure we upload everything and and do the interviews and while we're traveling but we've, we're making it work and it's it's i don't know it's yeah. a fun challenge i think i saw that it was taking finn to upload an episode the other day how many hours did it take you to actually get your internet to upload your latest podcast oh boy no that was like a all day thing and it was so <laughs> it was it was crazy we had like point one 
meg upload speed. So. <laughs> but anyway, it uploaded. <laughs> like Welcome to later. the world of dial-up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got a question about Emma and Finn's relationship. You guys are spending every day, all day, basically, with each other for, for like a year. You're a couple of months in. I mean, how is it actually going? would totally kill me. I would probably kill Dee. How are you guys going? Like, what have you noticed any changes in your relationship? Are you closer? Are you struggling? Is there annoyances like somebody's leaving the toothpaste open? What's, what's happening in the land of Emma and Finn? It's been a massive change. I mean, we, we have been together a long time. We've known each other a long time. We've spent a long time, a lot of time together in the past. Um, and before we left on this trip, we actually worked, um, both of us worked from home. So in a small apartment and, uh, Finn was in and out a lot, but we were still home a lot together. I like going in and out a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, Couldn't pass that one up. <laughs> but, uh, it was, it was good. I guess practice, uh, to learn to work together in a small space, but we were working on different things, which is very different from what we're doing now. Now we're traveling together and working on similar things or the same things yeah. all of the time. And it is definitely been an adjustment. We try to take, you know, give each other a little space, but it is, it, it's hard. And, um, I think we're still in an adjustment period. It, it's only been two months and, we went from just planning this for a long time and and uh, thinking about what we wanted to do and then jumped right into it. And, of course, the months leading up to us leaving were insane. So, um, yeah, it's just all been a really but it, a big adjustment, but it's also we're making it work. Yeah, and I don't know that you ever stop adjusting, but, you know, the, the thing is, too, we're, we're finding ourselves in situations that we – you don't necessarily expect to find yourself in. And then the littler things start to be an annoyance. And like you said, when you're together all day, every day, yeah, you're going to wear on each other, but yeah. And we have our days where we're more more annoyed with each other than other days. And uh, yeah, we try to give each other space on those days. <laughs> yeah. But I think overall to, to step back, it's, it's important to step back and say how lucky we are to be doing the things we're doing doing the things we love and, and seeing the things we're seeing. So a little fight here and there is not uh, not going to stop us from enjoying life. Uh, now that we've had the PC, the politically correct version, Finn, when was the last time you got cranky and Emma? What was it about? What caused the last little argument? Let's share with the listeners. Peel, peel it back a little bit. Give us the truth, the hardcore truth. I think... There's not a specific example, I would say, I, and I'm answering your question here. I think we are learning how to work together on projects that we have not done before. So, well, we have very, we are very different people, and we have very different styles. Yes. And when you try to put those two different people onto the same project, and you have different expectations and different approaches to things yeah. you you have to learn to bend and flex right and we're learning that yes yeah that's not a very uh specific answer but that's been our biggest challenge since we've left <laughs> yeah Dee just told me that was a stupid question to ask and that you guys should probably edit that out <laughs> yeah I, I think to me it was a silly not a silly question it was it was not a great question because when you're when you spend a lot of time together, and we've done this on holidays as well, it's not the big things that are the problem. Yeah, you know the big things you you learn to deal with and you express them and they go away. It's the little things that build up. You know, it's yeah. like the the little this, the little that, the little nitpick while you're trying to do something together. Like you said, when you're working on projects together and things like that, that's what I find the most difficult when yeah. we're locked with each other full time. Is yeah. that the, it's always the little things, and and more often than not, it's the little things I do that piss her off, <laughs> not the other way around. All right. So, are you while you guys are going to be traveling? Are you looking for dates while you travel? Are you like looking for any other lifestyle people while you're in your different countries? I mean, how's that all working while you're away? Yeah, we um, hmm, we we aren't 
actively looking. Yeah. Part of that is a lot of the locations we are finding ourselves in are quite remote in terms of maybe no internet, maybe uh, no people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or very few people. And also, we don't speak a ton of Spanish yet, so we're we're learning that. And Which we, we're currently at a yeah. school to learn Spanish right now. So <laughs> and and we're 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 working slash volunteering and taking Spanish lessons and doing a podcast. So we're finding ourselves a little bit um, short on time some days. So Which sounds to, silly because we're yeah, traveling. It's but <laughs> stupid to think that we left our jobs and now we're working more than we were then, but. <laughs> That's that's the nature of what happened. So, yeah, to, to right now think about trying to find time on the weekend to go and meet people, for one, we wouldn't even know where to find them. No, it's it's intimidating thinking about, like, these, loca- like, just small towns and stuff. Like, how would, how would you ever find those people? So uh, maybe someday if we're in a bigger city that has um, more... Infrastructure, yeah. Then, then that's a possibility. But it's just it's something that we decided this year. We're we're not closing the door. If something happens and we meet the right people, that's amazing. But it's not something we're actively seeking out. We're we're hoping to find those um, free love uh, world traveling backpackers. (laughs) It's just going to naturally happen. But I think we can dream. Yeah. So Although, you're looking for like the hippie tree hugger backpacking t- style individual sort of because you want people to shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we already covered we already covered my aversion to smelly places. <laughs> and we've just insulted the entire hippie community out yep. there by saying they all smell. <laughs> yep. Good job. Uh, we do not believe <laughs> we do not believe that all hippies smell. It's kind of it's kind of cool though because uh, you know Emma you just said like you're in small towns and stuff you don't even know like where would you go to find people how would you do that I mean we've heard some uh you know people in your podcast even that have a similar thing over in the states you know that they're they're in it maybe in a small community a small town so I guess on the flip side if you're looking for silver lining aside from the fact that you guys are traveling and experiencing new things but one could be that now you're experiencing perhaps how those other lifestyle people might be you know, entering their own journey and that is their reality in their small town or small community. And you guys kind of now get to feel and experience that as well. Right. Yeah. Yay. Looking, yeah. 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 <laughs> and feel the pain. Suck it. <laughs> fortunately for us, we're fairly transient. So we're, you know, we're in a location for roughly two weeks to a month at a time. And so, you know, if we really don't like a place, we're not there for very long, or we can change our circumstances if we need to. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I think that's another thing that lends itself to making it difficult. We, By the time we learn the places to eat in a city and the places to go and see and do things, we, we haven't had time to research where the swingers hang out. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. One of these it, days you're going to stumble, stumble into a small cafe or something in the middle of nowhere and it's just going to be a huge swinger haunt. There's going to be like, <laughs> you know, 2,000 swingers in there all just looking for fresh meat to pounce our, on as you walk in the door. And our podcast will be on the jukebox, like playing in the background. <laughs> exactly. No, the mu- intro exactly. music. Dubbed in, dubbed in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's actually, uh, you guys got to get to the point where you can do a Spanish episode. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna launch a sister podcast that we only interview people in other languages. And as, <laughs> yeah. we, as, we, as we continue to learn new languages, we'll continue to add sister podcasts. You've got to be a lot better at learning languages then, because neither one of us are good, and Spanish is difficult enough. I can't imagine adding more. <laughs> It's not going to be an exciting interview if all I ask him is where their bathroom is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how much is a beer? Where's the yeah. local train station? <laughs> Where's the train station? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That could be fairly boring. So I you're moving it's... every every three to four days, you said? No, every every two weeks to a month, roughly. Two, oh, two weeks. Okay. okay. Yeah, d- so... depending on the location and what we're doing. So. Yeah. 
So okay, you, you guys, in less than 100 days, you guys are going down to join the SS Desire crew at Riviera Maya. Of course, this is a Desire resort. So we're going okay. up. We're going up to join. Up, sorry, up. You're going up. So let me let me just ask you. Are it's you... up from here as well in Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking forward to there? Because I mean, I'm looking at your situation right now. You're traveling around. You're backpacking. Sometimes you got hot water. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you have internet. Sometimes you don't. Are you more looking forward to the fact that it's like a luxurious, all-inclusive resort, or are you looking forward to the fact that you could be around like-minded people? I mean, it's a bit of a playoff right now, right? Yeah. yeah, I think there's a couple of things. And one, and, and this is going to sound weird, but when you spend a lot of time with one other person, it almost can become isolating. Yeah. And and so I think you know right now we're um, we're in we're in classes in school, so um, we're we're getting a little more socialization. We're going to be doing some volunteer work in a month or two here, where we're going to be working with other groups of people. So that'll be good, but. I think part of it is we're just looking, yeah, to be around other like-minded people mm-hmm. and to socialize. And honestly, some of our best friends, not not just in the lifestyle, but some of our best friends are going to be there, and we're super excited to yeah, see. Yeah, we're excited to reconnect with people and see, you know, just see people. And uh, it'll be, we've had such a, I guess, life-changing year in a lot of ways that we're excited to go back someplace that we've been a couple times and reconnect with the I guess the location and, and be in a fun place and also all the people that are there. So um it's a little bit of both to answer your question. I'm I'm looking forward to both aspects. I mean the hot water and the food <laughs> and drinks like plentiful will like not that we don't have food and drinks here, but we have to go find I was gonna say we haven't had any shortage of food. No, but we have to like you have to find whatever city you're in, you have to find the good restaurants and you have to find the um the right places to go and at there you just it's, it's all there <laughs> yeah within budget too right like something right. that's going to be edible within budget you know yep. all these things whereas the, yeah you're right you can just go to the many buffets <laughs> yeah think of it this way you're really improving your intestinal flora and fauna by you know eating random yes. stuff all the time Yep. <laughs> yeah, we won't have any issues at Desire, I promise hopefully not <laughs> yeah. gonna, I'll eat my words I was going to say you're going to jinx yourself <laughs> So, okay, I I got another perverted question. Before you guys packed up and left, did you catch up and and have sex with all of your friends back in your home (laughs) area to, like, bank you banking up podcast episodes? Did you kind of, like, bank up some spank bank imagery there before you guys left? Did you do that? Surprisingly, no. I mean... I, regrettably the, no maybe regrettably no. <laughs> no so so part of this was again the the lead up to us leaving was incredibly busy we were and stressful we were launching this podcast literally the month before we left we were trying to move out of our apartment sell most of our stuff quit our jobs quit our jobs figure out health care figure out mm. all the, the logistics that go into doing this so pack our stuff yeah i don't know that we even had sex with each other to, to be honest. it was it was there yeah <laughs> it was it was just a lot going on and I, yeah it would have been fun to do um but plus a lot of i mean we do have some local friends close to us but a lot of our friends are friends that we've made at desire the past couple of years and they're spread out over the u.s and in the world so it logistically would have been difficult to have sex with all of them <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would have had to get a hotel, do a whole takeover thing. I mean, yeah, we could have thrown like a farewell would gangbang. Oh, not gangbang. A cox galore. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not supposed to use I that know. word. A farewell cox galore for Emma. That would have been fun. A cox galore. <laughs> um, so, actually, on that, given you guys have now been away and together more, do you think that you're – the amount of sex you're having is increasing since you've been away or decreasing? <laughs> and I'm going uh, ask the same question with a caveat on masturbation as well, please. Ooh. Thank you. Oh, yeah. You know I like talking about masturbation. I'll let Emma go first. You can talk about your masturbatory habits. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, our sexual life, I think, has taken a backseat a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Both of us are definitely sexual people, but 
we have been hyper-focused on this trip for eight years, and it's finally happened, and we have been in this um, mode for the last four or five months of getting here and doing these things, and now that we're here, we have been in some, I guess, not... The so, some of the environments haven't been very conducive. conducive. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, so unfortunately, I don't know. It's we both we talk about it. We wish we were having more sex, and we probably should change that. Um, I think I think part of it is personality. And and yeah. for myself, I know when I focus on something, I focus to the point where it's very hard for Emma to talk to me sometimes. Maybe not right. talk to me, but or let alone initiate sex. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I if know, you're hyper focused on something, then that's not happening. Yep, and and that's something that I'm working on. But also, again, some of it's just environmental. So our first month, we were in a very hot and humid environment. Mm-hmm. We definitely had more sex that month, though, than yeah. Now, well, that's because our we left there and we went and we were living in somebody else's house with them, and it was a very small house and it wasn't a very clean house. Nope. Nope, and it was a, nope, nope. And it was a very, very, very cold house. <laughs> and so the the idea of having sex just wasn't intriguing no. a lot of the time. No. So it just depends on our environment. I think as we travel, we'll find places where we're like, you know, we'll both feel really into it and then other times where we won't and that's kind of our how our relationship has gone over the the, our whole relationship anyway Mm -hmm. there has been periods in our life where we don't have that much sex and then there's been periods where we have a lot of it so i and that's okay i mean it's not great but it's okay and and i think some of that too is it's hard to have sex when you don't feel sexy and even though we both tell each other that we find the other person sexy and, and attractive. You know, we we haven't been exercising like we normally do. We haven't been working out. We haven't been eating the types of food we ate at home. We, you know, we've been eating a lot more of the foods we can find rather than rice, rice, <laughs> a French lot fries. of rice. <laughs> so, so our diet shifted. Our exercise routine shifted. Our whole world got flipped upside down. And we'll, so, find, we'll find our groove. We'll get we'll get in that groove. So many carbs. Yeah. So many carbs. So much rice. Oh, so much bread and rice. And so our dinner dinner last night was amazing. It's it's a it's a local dish called pico pique macho, Uh and it's a bed of French fries with, uh, like pork pork loin, like marinated pork loin, chorizo or sausage. A big like sausagey gravy on top of it, and hot peppers and eggs. Sounds it's, amazing. That does sound amazing. That's I mean, amazing. It also sounds like it's going to go straight to your ass. I mean, there yep. is no in between for That's that. That's why it's just we like, split it. <laughs> <laughs> we split it, and we only eat it once. <laughs> yeah. so- so well, that's other thing. We want we like to try the local yeah. dishes, and so we're trying all a bunch of different foods, and it's really exciting. But it's yeah, we haven't. We need to get up our exercise game a little bit. We walk a lot. We walk a ton, but it's not the same as what we were doing at home. Yeah, but you yeah. you guys, I mean, for the listeners out there, you guys have hit on some really. Am I getting feedback? No, feels nope. like it. No, okay. Sorry, I was not leaving. Um, for the listeners out there, though, you guys have hit on some really interesting topics because, you know, you said it's not that you you just don't feel sexy right now. It's because you guys are perhaps in more layers of clothing than normal or you're out working or it's hot and it's humid or maybe, like, you're not getting those um, some of those love languages like, like touch, for example. Here in Singapore, it's quite humid, and so sometimes we even find ourselves, if we're out and about, we hold hands less than perhaps what we would have done in Australia. And so some of those love languages are different. But also, you know, Emma, you're not getting up in the morning and getting dressed and putting on makeup and putting on a sexy office outfit and going to work, so naturally you probably don't feel as good. Same thing uh, for Finn, you know. So it is, I mean, it's, it's important and kind of tough. I mean, if I look at it like 
you know, how some of perhaps how some of my girlfriends feel, perhaps as a stay-at-home mom can kind of almost relate to that as well. They're like, well, I need to get into the sexy mindset and how do I do that? I've got to go and put on a sexy dress or I've got to like make myself feel like I'm stepping out of that work or mum life and into the sexy. And, of course, that only works if the sexy dress actually fits you. Yeah. as well oh yeah and i can relate to this and we can attest to that we've both gained a lot of weight since moving to asia again from, rice from the rice from the adjustment <laughs> i mean from the heat from the exercise like it, it is it is actually a thing and we found yes also our sex life has changed a lot since we relocated um and it is to do with a lot of the adjustment and a lot of the stress so yeah cheers for sharing and you thought my intro was awkward I feel like you guys were like bouncing around a little bit there, but I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's it, embarrassing to say that we haven't had that much sex, but it's also the truth. I don't know. I don't know that I'm embarrassed about it because I, I look at the stuff that we're doing and. Yeah, that's true. It's, we, we literally uprooted our lives and moved to another continent. And it's not like, oh, we're moving for a new job. We literally quit our jobs and walked out the door. And are trying to figure it out. And so that, that takes a, that brings a whole level of stress with it that it, it seems counterproductive or counterintuitive. You're like, oh, well, you're not working. It must be easy. Like, oh, yeah, it's, I don't have the stress work, but I have the stress of, I don't know, you know, we are we on budget? Are we over budget? Where are we going next week? Mm-hmm. This situation isn't as good as we thought. Are we going to change it? What are we, you know, there's just so many logistical factors that, Sometimes you get to the end of the day, and also we're spending all day mentally trying to decode a language we don't know. Yeah. That that takes a lot it's of exhausting. energy. So we we some nights we just climb into bed and we're just like, I'm just tired. I just yeah. want to sleep and I yeah. want to. We cuddle a lot, partly because it's that, freezing. <laughs> we, we, that we talked the about hostel walls next yeah. door and the people shouting and arguing in different languages and such. You know, like you said, it's not really conducive to like sexy time. Right. Yeah. And I can relate to the clothing aspect too. I mean, to be fair, I worked at home when we were at home, so I. I did not have. I did not actually get dressed up that often. Sweat, however, sweatpants. However, no, mostly yoga pants. But <laughs> now, yoga pants are a yes to in see? comparison to sweatpants. Uh, sweatpants, big no. Yoga pants, big yes. <laughs> see, it was the world agrees with me. Yoga pants. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> um, the other, th- but like when you're traveling, sure, we have a set amount of clothing, of course, that we bring, and um, I. We have actually have lost a little bit of weight, and my pants don't fit like they did. And well, we both lost ass weight. Yeah, we both lost ass weight. It's and like shifted forward. I don't. I don't know from all the walking <laughs> we're doing. <laughs> but uh, it just so you So hang on. So your weight has shifted forward from your ass to your penis, is what you're saying? Yeah, I don't like, yeah. like it's shifted yeah. forward. I'm limping a lot more than I used to. <laughs> lost our asses yeah we we literally walked our asses off yeah we just walked so much that we our asses have shrunk so like my pants don't fit the same way so i just don't i don't know i don't feel sexy in them i was telling finn last night i was like i'm excited to wear pants that are tight again someday Well, eat, you we'll need to do more, those squats uh, and lunges, girl. Get some in that pedonkadon. I know, I know. It's on my list. I need to start working that in. Eat that chicken and do those squats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, this is really, uh, really interesting for me because um, he lives in backwards land. I live in backward land. The more stressed and uh, tired. tired and angry, even I become, the more horny I become. So it's and and. Sees very much like you guys. I'm the total opposite. So we'll be having a really stressful moment. He's like, "Want to fuck?" And I'm like, "No." Like we're we're you know running out of money. We have no food in the cupboard. The electricity bill hasn't been paid, and you want to fuck? And he's like, "Yeah, baby." Yeah, dude, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're it's kind of actually it's something in our relationship that I have to be aware of because I can start fights. 
just because of a, an awkward, hey, let's get it on sort of scenario or an awkward, I'm going to fill you up in bed while you're ready to punch something because you're stressed at work. Yeah, uh, it's it's quite interesting. But, yeah, my, I'm exact opposite to all three of you guys. Whenever <laughs> I'm stressed, my... Or sick. My, my, or sick. If when I'm he gets, sick, if I'm, he gets, yeah, like a f- I'm horny as fuck yeah. when I'm sick. It's really weird. And gross, quite yeah, frankly. Like, really his nose will be running. It's like, baby, baby, let's, like, let's, you know... What do you reckon? Well, uh, but you can still about it? you can still ride me without getting any boogers on you at all. I mean, this uh, <laughs> we should that's, we that's a lot what reverse cowgirls for. You can yeah, <laughs> exactly. Don't need to look at you. Exactly. Yeah. So D lives in D lives in reverse land when it comes to his environment and how that plays out. I guess on on the amount of sex that he wants. So I suppose that begs the question, when I'm immensely happy, does that mean I don't want sex? No, that's not true. You still want sex. You just get more sex when you're in uncomfortable, unhappy moments. Yeah, it's weird, huh? I don't know. I, th- I think I'm lovable. Probably should look into that, maybe. It's a, it's Something a to consider. mechanism. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a release. It helps me go to sleep. So, you know, we'll just do that and go to sleep. Perfect. Yeah. Stress gone. Stress gone. Because when I'm sleeping, I don't have nightmares and I don't remember my dreams. So, you know, the the whole night to me is just a loving blank of of blissful sleep. Unlike you, mm-hmm. who has a nightmare every night, so much so, C now calls them dreams, <laughs> even when they're <laughs> a nightmare. <laughs> it's like I, I got chased by zombies and then skinned alive. It's a really weird dream. Like hey, that is. <laughs> A motherfucking nightmare right there. <laughs> does, does so, she ever, uh, okay, um, I have a really weird question to ask okay. around. More weird? More yeah, weirder. no, no, this is this is really left of centre. Right. Um, pillows. I mean, <laughs> I hate sleeping on uh, – one of the, my biggest hatreds in any hotel anywhere in the world I go to. For, for one thing I need to shout out first, every engineer in the world, no more LEDs. We don't need LED lights on everything in a hotel room. I spend 20 minutes first walking around, hanging socks off everything in the hotel. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I take an extra 12 ben, ben pair of socks the same thing. Just, just so I can hang them over room. all of these different LED lights in the middle of a room. Engineers, stop. We don't need them. <laughs> no more LEDs. Um, but pillows, I mean, fuck, they're either too high, too small, too wide, too, they're just, they kill me. So much so now, I've given up. I actually sleep without a pillow mm. all the time. Which is really funny when you're spending like two... There's a question there. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so for you guys, how are you all? How's, how, how have you felt with the, the constant changing? Have you gotten used to that or do you wake up with a sore neck every second night? Well, one of us has a, a sore neck no matter what pillow they use. Yeah, that I always have. I always have a sore neck. And one of us doesn't get sore at all. No matter. Except you can't sleep on any pillow except it's your perfect. It has to be your perfect Well, that's pillow. true, but I don't get sore because of it. I just need it to be the perfect pillow. So we've been actually fairly fortunate. Um, we've, had, we've had, thankfully, we've had so far, pillows. decent pillows. We actually do have little tiny, um, well, they roll up tiny, uh, blow-up inflatable pillows with us. So if um, we're in a situation where we need a pillow, we have one. Uh, Finn loves them. He, he loves the blow-up pillows. I do not. They hurt my neck, but they're better than no pillow, I guess. So. But I, I think you can pretty much make almost any pillow work with the right amount of layering uh, pillows or towels or a jacket underneath it. So, uh, I think actually a funnier story is the current bed we're sitting on. Oh, fuck this bed. <laughs> <laughs> Notice, I know the listeners can't see this, but we're both leaning on each other that's because the center of this mattress doesn't fucking exist it doesn't have any frames <laughs> so you roll in you start yeah yes and then, but the outside is very supportive so you lay in bed and you just you just roll right to the middle the first three nights we were here we tried a ton of different combinations we got like just putting different things under the bed and trying to get it so that we could both have a decent night's sleep we finally found We've been sleeping okay, better than we were, but it's pretty funny. I feel like that's maybe another sex position, sex move, though. It's We can call it the roll and pop. They just roll into the middle of the bed and... 
What's the pop? Finn's pop. Finn's pop. cock pops into Emma. It just happens. Okay. It's not his fault. <laughs> the roll and pop. The roll and pop. It's been a That's problem a terrible my whole name, but. <laughs> Whoopsie, so that just slipped inside you again. My bad. Yeah, so those are the things I think people who don't travel regularly, they, they and don't exist outside of their own you know, their own bedroom regularly, these are the things that, that become really obvious really quickly is sometimes the small things and this also adds to the level of stress, right? Because now you're not getting a full night's sleep because you're melded into one one unit on the middle of the bed every night. So then when you wake up in the morning, you're, everyone's just a little bit more irritated and it, it just takes that little extra push to get things um, to be, you know, not not pristine. So, no, I, I fully understand and sympathise because I have spent way too many nights on really shitty pillows and beds in different countries. Really it's, shitty. Mm. Yeah. It's definitely part of travel. Yeah. <laughs> It's, I guess it's the yes. place you pay for seeing the world at times. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're not we're not staying in Marriott's and Hilton's every night. We're in either Airbnb or volunteering. So maybe we're in a, a small cabin or something, you know. So it's part of the adventure. But with that comes, yeah, some frustrating nights and some frustrating mornings. And When you both wake up and you're like, did you sleep at all? Nope. Did you? Nope. Well, that's fun. <laughs> Yeah. This 20-hour bus ride's going to be a fucking delight. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, the air conditioning's broken. Just pile it on. Yeah. Right on. Not that we've had that happen, but... (laughs) So if you guys, um, I mean... You know, people obviously are listening to the the podcast. They listen to the the interviewers. I mean, what would you now being the interviewees? What would you want your listeners to know about the Finn and Emma, or the Emma and Finn rather? The lady's name does come first. My apologies, Emma. Okay. What would you want your listeners to know about you guys? Something about your your current circumstances, or a little bit about some of your hobbies? You've mentioned a lot of <laughs> you've walked your asses off. Is there anything else you want to share with people? <laughs> I will say it sounds maybe like we're complaining and I don't, I don't want it to seem like we're complaining. And I also don't want it to seem like we don't love what we're doing. And I think this is something that we have this conversation every time we do an interview. And actually every time I edit an interview that I've forgotten what we talked about and just the, the people we've met and the conversations we've had, whether they're other podcasters or just people who have reached out to us and said, hey, we'd like to come on the show. We've met some of the most amazing people and we've heard some of the most amazing stories and some of them aren't even published yet. But so the the fact that we're fortunate enough that the thing that we do right now that is our main focus of energy besides surviving is... What was that? Traveling. And, and traveling is talking to amazing people from around the world. So we don't want it to seem discouraging for people to reach out to us, I guess was maybe just something I wanted to say is keep reaching out. We love interviewing every single person. And yeah, we, well, it was the highlight actually highlights of our weeks sometimes yeah. too, which is it because we're traveling and we're not really focusing on the non-monogamy part of our relationship at the moment. It lets us be, I guess I'm, you know, listening to someone else's story and kind of be involved in uh, an auxiliary way um, for the time being. And I, that's really fun for us. So, mm-hmm. and it kind of lets us, uh, you know, yeah, hear the fun stories and um, as like we're sharing with all of you for the yeah. podcast. So please reach out to us. And I think that being, you know, you now asked, that we're done, we're done rep a pump in our own. Chest. I know we should maybe answer her actual question. Yeah. Well, but real quick, I was going to say that, when uh, C asked earlier about whether we're trying to meet people here, I'd say I it would be amazing if we could interview people that we meet in person someday too. I mean, when, when our travel. So um, I'm sure we travel around a lot, obviously, and maybe someday we'll meet people that we can interview in person. Yeah. And I didn't mean to get yeah, so interested. I just didn't want it to seem like we were complaining about our situation because oh no, not at all. We're extremely fortunate. We're extremely lucky, and we're having a lot of fun. I think and we're just being honest, though. Yeah, it's but it's not all roses and 
one or other good thing. Yeah, well, we, we, and, part, of, part of the reason for our question line here is that um, typically what you see here is is what I call the Facebook world. The highlight reel. You know, the highlight yeah. reel, the Facebook highlights. And and I we, we thought, well, we certainly fully understand that you guys are having a whole lot of fun there. But it's more about, you know, what are the what are the things real challenges, the real challenges that you have to address, especially, you know, lifestyle, the lifestyle world adds some additional challenges as well, because you've had that as part of your life. So now with it going away, you know, it adds another potential um, level of angst or something else you're missing from home, you know, yeah, like combined missing. with all the normal stuff that you that everybody misses from 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 home. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's why, you know, we're digging well, in. Well, we can relate because yeah, we, I think we that's why we're asking these <laughs> we questions. We, yeah. It does feel isolating, you know, and, and we do we do value our time over Skype and, and connecting on Twitter and stuff. And, and a lot of people just kind of think maybe why is that so much? And it, honestly, it's because it makes us feel more connected. And so maybe can you guys share with us maybe um, what is something that you guys like doing? Like what's a hobby now outside of outside of your, your podcast and everything else that you're doing at the moment that you've managed to bring with you? Have you guys managed to bring any of your hobbies with you? Yeah, I think, I mean, we're both working on photography skills. That's that's one thing that we've always loved for a long time, and we're continuing to work on that and explore as we travel. Um, I, I, brought, I brought my little drone. Yeah, you did. So we've, we've been learning to fly that a little bit, but... I'm I'm one of those drone flyers pilots. Maybe is a better pilot. word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely the correct word. Yes, I'm one of those drone flyers. Uh, anyway, who who doesn't like to be like that guy? So I don't really like to fly if there's other people around because I don't like to bother other people. And I'm also I still don't trust the stupid things. So like. Once it gets more than, like, 50 feet away from me, I start to, like, panic, thinking that it's, like, never coming back. And so <laughs> so I'm I'm learning. So, I'm, so what I'm, you're telling us is that you have some abandonment issues that, that <laughs> need to be. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's scary when you fly this thing that you spend a bunch of money on, like, a mile away from you. Especially out over the ocean. Out over the ocean, and you... You know it's okay because you can see the video, but you can't see the thing, and there's birds flying everywhere, and you just, you know one of them is going to fly into your drone. <laughs> so, I'm working on my drone skills. Um, yeah. yeah. But other than that, it's, yeah, photography and, and just trying to enjoy the places we are and enjoy the cultures and get out. And we love, we hike a lot, hence walking our asses off. We <laughs> We try to we try to find hiking and, and activities that aren't super mainstream. So we try to find maybe a, a hike that me, most people don't know about or that's a little bit unknown. So yeah, yeah, that's sort of our that's sort of what we did back home too. Was a lot of outdoors hiking, biking, camping. Yeah, paddleboarding. Mm-hmm. So so the old saying, um, if you love something set it free probably doesn't relate to drone pilots then is what I'm is what I'm hearing from drone you right flyers. now. Drone yeah, flyers. Drone flyers. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I oof. I flew it out over a canyon about what, three weeks ago? You almost had a heart attack. Yeah. So it was like I did too. It was hard to watch. <laughs> it was dead calm where we were standing. And as soon as it went out over the edge of the canyon there was all sorts of like updrafts and all weird, which we had a feeling air currents. What happened? But. And you just heard the thing just like fighting and whizzing and pop. And I was like, "Holy shit!" And I flew it back as fast as I could and I put it away. And <laughs> I haven't taken it out since. <laughs> so, yeah. so do you guys take any nude photos out on the hikes and stuff? Like with the photography, with the hiking, you guys taking any like nude shots? Nah. Or done any uh... hiking sex? So the so the other thing that you should know about us, um, Emma, for those of you who aren't on Twitter and haven't seen some of the photos, is a a pasty white redhead, and I am a pasty white supporter of that redhead <laughs> because I, I I actually had skin cancer, and so sun is something we are both very very averse to. 
So the thought of getting naked out in nature while appealing <laughs> the the sunburn that would that would come from that is just terrifying well, to me. Well, and, and not only that, we haven't actually been places. I, when we've been really remote places, we've had a guide with us. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm trying to think. Part of the terms of the ticket sale, isn't it? Part of the terms of the ticket sale for the yeah. guide, you know, be respectful on the trail, don't leave any rubbish behind, please don't strip down nude and take butt right. shots in nature, yes. you know, pretty yeah. standard yeah. stuff, I'd imagine. Yeah, pretty standard. So we should do more. Yeah, we, I'm sure we will. It's definitely crossed our minds, and I think if when we have a good situation, we will. But we haven't. We're trying to also be respectful of local cultures. Yep. <laughs> That's the other reason. Local cultures must be respected. So, yeah, fair enough. I think the old adage when in Rome uh, is something to keep in mind when you're in other locations. Certainly we try to as well when we're traveling into, you know, areas that are predominantly Muslim background and things like that. It's it's respectful to respect people's country, no matter what, no matter what their thoughts and beliefs are. Um, you're a visitor there, so you should take the time to actually be at least respectful of what you know, what they believe. Um, I very much, very much believe in that. So, and I know C does as well. We always yep. try to make out, we always try to do our best. So maybe before we wrap up today, can you guys give us some sort of like goodbye sentence in Spanish, something that you've learned just to really <laughs> put you on the spot and make you feel super uncomfortable. Give us a little like goodbye oh. message in Spanish. Dos cervezas por favor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we learned, well, I don't know how much we learned it because the guy who was telling us was drunk and high, but what? something about, they don't say, they don't say adios. Oh, they say ciao. Right. But adios means something about dying and he was, he was. Oh, I don't know where you're going with this. I don't... I'm just trying to say that adios isn't the way to do it. No. Yeah. You want to say ciao. Ciao. Well, and or hasta luego. Yeah, it's usually more than just chow. It's yeah. like hasta luego, chica. Uh, you know, or a whole bunch of other things we don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, well, thank you for funny? allowing us to interview you guys today on your podcast, and uh, we really hope that people got to peek into the lives of Emma and Finn a little bit more. Yeah, and I think just an FYI, I think you guys do a better job of this whole. Um, you know, interviewing thing than we do, uh, listening to your podcast. You've got some awesome interview skills. Um, so yeah, it, look, it's standard for us to come onto a podcast and, and lower the level by at least three to four rungs from mm. standard. So that's what we're aiming for. That's our benchmark. So if we've done five, we're actually pretty happy. With yeah. That. So if you guys had been increasing listeners up yeah, until this we point, should have dropped the, we should drop off those people who are just on yeah. the fringes, not really yeah. wanting yeah. to listen, you know, yeah. We like well, to keep are, it real for you guys. We we only want the diehard fans anyways, so. I also think you're probably way more exciting than what we were just. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, no, we we appreciate you coming on, and it was, you know, a, a really good idea that, that C brought up to maybe help get to know us a little better. So we we try not to take over our own show when we're interviewing people, so it's it's fun to share a little bit about ourselves and a little bit about what we're doing. So. Now, can people, if they want to, obviously come on the Normalizing Non-Monogamy podcast, of course they can email you, but what about if people want some travel advice for South America? Should they contact you about that as well or a combination oh, sure. of the two? Or if yeah, people know where to go to pick up people in South America? Yeah, yeah maybe absolutely. maybe there's, maybe there's, there's some, some advice out there. Yeah, maybe there's some uh, lifestylers out there that are ready to throw a bone your way. Well, literally. <laughs> we um. <laughs> The, a bone in the ver the verb bone, right? Not uh, yes, absolutely, okay. yeah. Um, Way to spell it out. You're welcome. <laughs> just, just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah, we we do actually. We know we have some um, listeners here in South America based on our our stats. So maybe they'll uh, reach out, or maybe people who have just traveled. Let us know if you have any recommendations. We'd love it. Yep. Yeah. Yes, we would. You can. Yeah. 
Do you need to plug our website or anything? Do it later. I, th- I, th- I think people know, but yeah, we can. Talk. I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to go there. Yeah, we're so awful at this shit. Yeah. This is why we don't have podcasts. This is why we don't talk. Why are we doing a podcast? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, how did we do? Emma, Finn, it's been a delight. Thank you very much. We hope that you guys continue to have a great time during your travels, um, that maybe you can quickly do a quick strip off and get nude in public and then throw everything back on and send that photo our way. Not that we're perverts or anything, but uh, You're yeah. You're totally a fucking really, pervert. Are you serious? It's perverts unite over here, so thank you. <laughs> we'll, we'll, thank try you to, we'll try to get one up on Twitter or, yeah. or on our Cassidy profile that maybe uh, highlights some location with some blinding white nudity. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Maybe with our the asses that we walked off. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. So, like, you guys are just a tri- you're like a inverted triangle at the moment, is what you're saying. <laughs> you're just like <laughs> all shoulder, no ass. Yeah, they call that the V-shaped torso. But <laughs> back when I was a body builder, I was never. Oh, like, what? <laughs> Back when I was a drone flyer <laughs> slash bodybuilder. All right, I'm turning off this okay. recording. Hey, guys, us again. Well, us still. Um, <laughs> still. <laughs> but, you know, thanks again for listening. Nothing much to say here other than we hope everyone enjoyed it. We want to thank C&D again yes, for their thank you so innovative much. idea. And spending some time, some of their time with us. Yeah, they have very limited time together. So for them to spend any of it with us was amazing. At the same time, we had fun. We'll see everybody in two days because, well, it's Monday. Yeah. And hope your Monday sucked a little less because of this. Yes, exactly. And please reach out to us. Let us know how you liked this episode. Also, just any general comments or if you want to be on the show, as always, website is normalizingnotmonogamy.com. And you can look forward to an interview with Sarah and Zach on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. It's real good. Real good. (laughs) All right. Let's go get some tapas up in this. Okay. Bye, everyone.